Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 53, where we're gonna go ham on virtually everything. So let's just dive right in real quick. Um, last week we kind of did a, I don't want to call it a, I don't know, what, what would you describe our discussion of guns last week? I don't think it was very political. Yeah, I mean, we definitely dialed it back from what we we maybe were originally planning, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely... Video games have been dragged into the gun yeah. discussion once again. Yeah. Um, and here we are again. And that's, you know, just basically what we talked about last week was mostly focused on the tragedies and the violence themselves. And it, it was just starting to get dragged. Gaming was just starting to get dragged into it during the last episode. Well, this episode, uh, it's been totally dragged into it. And there's been several things that have happened. So... If, if you haven't heard, you know, as you know, in the United States, at least, we have a massive gun violence problem. Um, and a lot of elected officials and leaders have now spun the conversation to video games and are blaming video games for, for the country's gun violence problem. So the first thing that happened was ESPN had a big half-million-dollar Apex Legends tournament that they pulled off the air at the last minute because basically because they said, well... You know, we can't air this now because this game has guns in it and whatever. Yeah, I just can't believe this. That We'll let you take it from there. And the second part, Walmart, a company that I personally can't stand, has removed signage of all video games that have any type of gun in it or are deemed violent in any way. Um, so they won't promote any of those games. Some stores went so far as to remove all their video games together, and then Walmart was like backtracking, saying, "Oh no, that's not what we said," and then they were putting them back out. It was just a complete mess. But Walmart was obviously making some type of move towards that. They were worried, basically, like we don't we don't know what to do here. But they still sell guns, so they're scared of of you know selling you Mortal Kombat or Fortnite because yeah. there's guns in it. Yeah. But you can walk three aisles over and buy a shotgun. An actual <laughs> gun. And that's what I was going to say is, you know, you can ban you can ban games because, um, you know, how many how many people have been shot to death with a video game? Yeah. You know, how many yeah. people have been shot to death with a, you know, an Xbox One controller? Yeah. Or, you know, only in a game are they shot. It, it just seems, it seems just the most bizarre logic that... You know, guns don't kill people. People kill people, and then say, "Well, no, actually, it's video video games. games It's the video games that kill people." And and, you know, and then, oh, let's ban the video games. Yeah. Well, well, if we if we're gonna ban hobbies, if we're gonna ban items, inanimate objects, why don't we ban baseball? Because you know, people get hit with foul balls. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's unbelievable mental gymnastics to, to get and you know this is what this is what they do every single time oh yeah you know they say look over there it's, it's look that. at the music it's and, the and music. of course everybody everybody that doesn't want to blame the obvious yeah source, yeah they're gonna say oh yeah yeah, yeah that's that's true like look let's let's here. look over here and, and so this is just what happens part of time. not only is it sad to begin with it's annoying it's frustrating because I've said it before, you know, hardly anybody in elected office has any clue about the video game industry, the gaming community, how big the video game economy has grown. I, I really doubt that 
hardly anybody in office really grasps how big gaming, the, just the economy of it, how many people it employs, the tax revenue that comes from it. Yeah. And, you know, the emergence of esports, we've talked about a lot about that on the show. This could not come at a worse time because now is the time where all these big companies have been getting into esports. You know, but last week, uh, Burger King partnered with FaZe. Burger King sponsored FaZe. At PAX East, you know, I was talking about how Geico was getting into gaming. And it's like an insurance company. Yeah. So all these big corporate, you know, sponsors are coming into gaming and helping blow up our medium here, our hobby, our pastime. And then here we go spinning this thing on their heads. And now all the companies are going to go, oh, I don't know if I can do this now because, you know, like, and that's exactly what happened. ESPN got cold feet. Walmart got cold feet. And I'm sure it's temporary, but it's just sad. I, I'm, I am amazed the ESPN issue. pulled an entire tournament over this. They, I'm just blown away. Here's a, here's a company that airs MMA, yeah. boxing. Yep. Two people, two boxers literally just died from the fight, from the injuries they sustained in fights. Yep. In the same week, yep. two people were beaten, and in football. beaten to death, yep. literally beaten to death Yep. in their sport. But we can't show... Video game. Apex is not even a violent yeah. game. I mean, sure. And you know, it's a first-person shooter. I wonder but. if you if you turn it on early in Saturday or Sunday mornings, do they still show hunting? They probably do. They, they probably have like um, you know archery or uh, gun. Which uh, you know, I'm not against hunting. Right, me either. Me I'm either. not actually even against guns. Me either. It's just the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah, I mean, obviously, and, and I think I'm in the majority, the vast majority, even. That you know something needs to change, and it isn't banning video games. No, not I mean, at all. That's that's not gonna, you know, that's not gonna help. No, and you know we, we said it last week too. You know they talk about video games, they blame video games. Well, every country in the world has video games. have video games. Yeah. None of them, aside from us, have this gun issue problem. Yeah. Every country in the world has mental health problems. That's the next one. Everybody says, well, we have mental health problems. Well, so does Spain. So does the UK. So yeah. does China. Yep. So does Japan. We all have. It's there's, ser- there's only one there's obvious problems. difference between us and all mental these other Mental health countries. problems are serious it's problems. Not, it's agree. not mental health. It's not video games. No. Right. It's, it's, and it just baffles me that the conversation is so derailed. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it gets derailed every single time. And I'm every at, single time. Same I'm actually, playbook. I'm again actually going to, you know... I'll reference it later because we got another issue on the podcast here about the internet and amendments and all that. I'll get into it later. The other big controversy this week, um, well, one of them, Twitch lately just cannot catch a break or do anything right. I don't know which which way you view it. So we had you know Ninja left the platform, which was a huge blow. There was a controversy with a streamer, uh, you know, throwing a cat on stream. You know, potential animal abuse. Twitch did nothing. They took a lot of flack for that. They had another popular streamer use a racial slur, but the worst one you can imagine, on stream. They did nothing. Um, there's all these occurrences lately, and people are taking note. Like, why are these... They're essentially, you know, internet celebrities getting passes to uh, do whatever they want. And actually, a lot of people... I'm seeing more and more streamers, not necessarily the other big ones yet, actually jump platforms and, and say, I'm going to Mixer. Like, this is this platform is not yeah, not where I want to be. And, you know, I think, like we were saying last, 
last time. You know, Ninja has opened the door to this now. And now it's not the only gig in town. So people can say, like, yeah, Twitch, like, you're doing things wrong. And oh, yeah. It's happening. Uh, oh, here was the other thing. This was the, this was the one yesterday. Maybe you heard about this. So, Ninja is the only channel. Normally when you stream on Twitch when you're offline, you just get like a, this streamer is offline page. So his channel, though, they have redirected to other streamers because they want you, you know, if you go to Ninja's page, they don't want you to, to realize like, oh, he's changed platforms. They want uh-huh. to keep you on Twitch. So they're recommending all these other Fortnite streams. Yeah. Well, the top Fortnite, Fortnite stream last night... <laughs> Was I think I heard about this, yeah. For hours. Hours. Nobody oh, noticed God. this. Nobody took it down for hours. What a disaster. And that that's what everybody that's what people were saying. Like, how did this not get caught? Because, you know, his audience is primarily kids. I mean yeah. and does it offend me? I'm not personally offended, but it just raises a question like, what's actually going on at Twitch? Because yeah. they don't I seem mean, to be they seem to suddenly have any of a, um, a crisis of a management. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know that's that's just it. You know, I know it's weird because like when Doctor Disrespect walked into the bathroom during um, E3, they noticed almost immediately. They ended his stream, they cut him off, and they had him banned instantly. Well, why? They've got literal footage of streamers yeah. using racial and, and, slurs. And it's the and most. It was it was redirected from the most or one of the most popular streamers. Um, you know, on their platform, you know, which they obviously did on purpose. Yeah. So how how is it that they weren't keeping an eye on where they were redirecting it to? That and like that raised the, also raised the whole question is you know he's the only streamer that they've ever done this for. Nobody else. They're basically taking his viewers and they're you know redirecting them to other people. No. Uh-huh. So that raises the question, you know, like is that even should they be doing that? Like they're te- it's technically his audience that he built. You know, and they're just so he wasn't even happy about that to begin with, and then yeah, everybody that comes looking for him is seeing pornography. I actually saw sure that happened. I saw a streamer friend of mine when he went live today. He's on a different platform. He said, "Want to watch Fortnite? Here's the link to my stream. Want to watch porn? Go to Twitch." Yeah. So speaking of uh, competition. Discord just debuted a new streaming feature called Go Live. They don't have their own streaming service yet. So this is only for you can only stream for up to ten now, of your did own. Did they friends. have a store and then they closed the store? They closed it. They still store, have right? a store. Oh they still have they it. They still have it, yep. Um, so now they've got this new feature. Discord has a streaming feature called Go Live, but it's only for your friend. Like literally ten of your friends can watch, nobody else. Yeah. So it's a more intimate Approach. What do you think about that? Do you think they're testing a bigger service with this, or if they're just trying to do like a um, let's try something just fun for your friends? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they realize maybe that, something really simple. Well, I mean, you get in some of those streams, and you know, you, you look at the conversation, you can't even read it. And, and there is no conversation because yeah. you know it's just flying by yeah. a thousand miles per hour. So yeah, I mean, I can see them wanting to make it more intimate, but. How do you get popular then? Like, I don't That's it. what I mean. Like I, I feel like maybe they're really just testing, doing like testing technology. So like, yeah. well, we can only support it because we don't have all the servers. Yeah, in place I mean, yet I would imagine stuff, that's but. the case. No, I think there is like a, um, you know, sort of like 
Snapchat came in and it was it was something weird. Yeah. You know, and, and then on the surface of it, it didn't actually seem to be beneficial in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. But blew up. But it blew up simply because it was an oddity, you know, yeah. a novelty. So I wonder if they're gonna try and do that for the you know, I streaming. Mean, you really could segment. pitch it as um they're pretty exclusive. You better get in here quick, you know, yeah. like because if you don't, you only ten people are gonna yep. see this. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. but it seems like if 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 it ever did take off and yeah. there was really popular streamers, it. it seems like when it when it if you actually made it into someone's stream, yeah, you want to just try and you know leave your computer running. Yeah, for yeah, as long you never get out. <laughs> um, you could also troll people that way by filling up all their viewer slots. Yeah. So nobody else could watch. Because yeah, exactly. you've got it on your phone, your iPad, yeah, exactly. your PC. So, I mean, it, it just seems like it would be a, a bad idea because people would troll. I feel know. like they've got to be testing either a broader service or they're really just trying to get people to use Discord, period. It's a different approach, you know. So, we'll see. So, switching gears here, Russia, yes, the country of Russia sent a letter to uh, Google that um, says that they're going to treat them as a hostile influence going forward. This is Google and YouTube. If it continues to allow uh, opposition rallies to be uploaded and you know what they're calling is promoted mm-hmm. uh, or live streamed for that matter onto YouTube. Um, that's obviously a pretty big... <laughs> the, the majority party is saying don't cover our opposition and it all stems from they're basically trying to suppress coverage of of their opposition so what do you what, what do you make of a country potentially taking a, a private company or an app or you know however you want to think of this and and saying that you will be hostile to us if you don't fall in line well i i suspect there's there's Quite a few things at play on this. Yeah, you know they're they're trying to kill a lot of birds with one stone. Such as, well, I mean, think about it. Russia and China. I mean, this this could go really deep. But yeah. Russia and China just signed like a a joint, you know, pact mm-hmm. to you know essentially tag team the world, and uh, and, and you, what has China done to Google? Mm-hmm. China's driven them right out of right. the country. I right. mean. Literally dri- driven them right out of the country, so you know since China did that, of course China is going to want its its best friend Russia yeah. to do that too, yeah. because then then the Chinese companies that like Baidu yeah that you know oppose Google will just instantly you know have yeah have another huge market exclusively right. to themselves. So I get the feeling like that's happening, and then you know it is on the surface of it they just don't want the opposition getting yeah. any airtime but I think they suspect that they will and that well that's what th- this will be the guys to to do that's what I'm trying I'm, I'm putting myself in Google's shoes here am I because they, they've got two bad choices on their hands they've got comply you know so they can maintain their Russian audience to keep all those people on their platform because if they don't they're potentially going to get nuked in Russia not physically nuked, but, you know, you won't be able to use YouTube in Russia, basically. But that's what they've been threatened with. They've, so they've got that choice, which obviously the rest of the world will say, why are you complying with this? This is not what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. 
And then you've got the other option, which is, you know, lose all, you know, don't comply, take the moral stand, and lose all the Russian viewers of YouTube, like you said, and then get replaced by whatever company that you, you name dropped there. I'm not, what is it, Baidu? Baidu. Um, so I, I feel like they've got, they've got one decision that's harmful to their business, and they've got another decision that's harmful to their business. And yeah. I guess if it's me, exactly. you take the moral high ground well, and because that's, and that's you're going to lose people with either decision. So. Well, exactly. And, you know, so they're creating a no-win situation for, yeah. for Google. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, because they, they want to keep an, a sort of image of, like, this is, this is for a legitimate reason. Yeah. But in truth, it's not a legitimate reason, yeah. you know, that... They're, well, their legitimate reason is completely corrupt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> their legitimate so, reason is don't don't allow other political so, candidates to be. You know, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, to me, the writing is on the the wall. Yeah, Google is going to be driven out of Russia one yeah. way or the other. Yeah, but Russia wants most likely. More. Yeah, it, you know, it doesn't matter what Google does at right. this point. Yeah, they're, they're, they're that's gone. why I think they should just bite the bullet and say. No, we're not taking it down. Exactly. We're going to keep it up for I, until I think, you shut us down. I, I mean, I, I think that would be w- what they do. Um, Google's such a weird company. They really are. They like, really are. Some, they somebody, really are. Somebody asked me earlier, um, it's kind of like that Discord question that you just asked. You're like, well, didn't they do this? And somebody asked me that. Oh, yeah, didn't Google do this? And I had to tell them, well, yeah, they did, but they haven't spoke about that in three years. They don't communicate anything. Like... Their PR division sucks. It really does. Because, like, if they had a good marketing, they would be, like, driving this home to get attention to say, you know what, we're not going to step that stand down from Russia. And I know it's a political issue, but, you know, they would be, we're going to keep covering this until they kick us out. You know, yeah. and then people would be, like, cheering for them. Yeah, Google. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, they, they should just turn this right around yeah, on Russia. Google never but does they're, stuff They're like not that. going to do that because, no. obviously, they, they, they hold on to some prayer that they're going to be allowed to stay. Well, Google just keeps so quiet in general, though. They don't say yeah. jack. Well, they don't want to burn the bridges. Yeah. Well, you know, in major... This, this bridge is getting burned whether they like it or not. Major, like you know, countries. Yeah. But just in general, I feel like they really don't promote anything that they do very well. No, not really. Uh, I mean, seriously. Like a, like a got very Google and select YouTube, which are yeah. huge. Yeah, Google and YouTube. Pixel, the Pixel line does okay. And other than that, like... Which, you know what? I'm getting more and more sick of... If you notice, the ads on YouTube have been creeping up very quickly. Like, you can now get... Like double ads, you'll get like two ads in a row if you don't. Skip oh, I them. just pay for the premium, and, so I don't, I don't know. There, you'll sit there, and it's it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So it used to be one ad. Well, now yeah. now it's two. Well, I, then it's gonna I, be I highly three. suggest getting the premium because with the premium, I'm not paying for YouTube. Well, yeah, but with the premium, you get you get it essentially turns all of YouTube into podcasts, which is an incredible experience. All right. How much is it? I don't know, like 12 bucks. Yeah, forget that. You're not kidding my mind. Unless they stick it to Russia. Stick it to <laughs> Russia, Google, and I'll give you my money. Uh, so flipping back to the United States, uh, a draft executive order leaked out that would empower the FCC and the FTC to govern what kind of content social media platforms are allowed to remove or... St- you know, ban or censor or so on and so forth. And um, 
this to me was it's just this is just crazy. And I got thinking, you know, the first thing we started was with uh, guns, and we've been talking a lot about that and the Second Amendment, and you know, we've been talking about the frustration, you know, over the lack of this conversation over the past 20 years, you know, that nobody ever gets around to doing anything. People complain about it for two days. And something like this, I, I often wonder, like, this is definitely both a freedom of speech, potentially, and a freedom of the press intrusion. Why is, like, the Second Amendment the only amendment that we have that, ever, that anybody gives a damn about? Yeah. Like, to me, the most important amendments that there are are elements of but this one, this one is going to be speech, religion, and press are very important to our. But country. this one's going to be very bizarre because they're going to come at it from the angle that fake know, news. They're they're going to come at it from the angle that too many platforms are not allowing enough speech. Right. Yeah. That's so, what they're trying. So, well, one one particular angle of the political spectrum is particularly what they're they're yeah. saying that they're side of the political spectrum is being censored or being you know run out or, yeah, yeah or whatever yeah that's the line that they're taking yeah so I mean it's it's very bizarre in that you know on the one hand it's sort of you know you're using political power to decide what can be said yeah on a platform but on the other hand it's actually to try and allow more to be said but it's not so it's it's very bizarre yeah. in that it's it's sort of it's sort of offensive on both sides of the notion see here, <laughs> to me it's pretty clear cut it's the constitution protects you from the government censoring your speech yeah it does not protect you from reddit removing your post it does not protect you from whatever platform you want to use those platforms are owned by those companies yeah. and you do not have to be there you don't have to post there you can post anywhere and um they're essentially communities. Yeah. And if you stick yourself in a community where, you know, your words are going to be volatile and they're going to kick you out. Yeah. You know, I can ban people from my Twitch chat if I think they're being toxic because I get to decide because it's my Twitch chat. I don't want you here because you're being annoying. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be yep. political. So to me, this is a complete... We should not be empowering the government. Yeah, to, I, I think that's the right call. I, I, I never want the government involved in like what people can say or can't never, say. Or, or, and, or, and you know what? Like, but I will say this. I will say this. You know, the irony here is, is that the reason this mostly happens is because of capitalism. And I see on one of our favorite forums, <laughs> they constantly go after capitalism. Oh, yeah. Being, you know, the, the, ev- the root of all evils. Yeah. But, you know, actually, the the reason they get their way, you know, reset error, and a, a lot of the, the negative opinions getting censored mm-hmm. is because of capitalism. Yeah. So you take that away, you, you know, slap I mean... paper towel off. <laughs> you, you know... Send it to Puerto Rico. You, you should do. Um, you should do a Bill O'Reilly or a flip, if, the, if, flip the paper towel roll, slam it on the table. If you take that away, I mean, what's left to protect? You know, people. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if you if you stop and think about it, it's it's actually had a huge. Okay, you know, never mind. I'm gonna do. I'm pulling a Joe just Biden. Stop. I'm just, just pulling stop. a Joe Biden because we're going way off in the weeds. But um, yeah, so you know what that argument reminds me of? The birds. Yeah, because absolutely. It, it, it had no ending. <laughs> and 
It made no sense in the end. <laughs> so, uh, God mode moments, our rumors. We got actually got uh, two pretty good ones this week. So, you know, last week we had said, well, Gamescom's coming up. You know, what are we expecting from Gamescom? We both looked at each other, basically, and we're like, well, I don't know. You know, Gamescom can be interesting, but, you know, it's a weird time and... It's a weird time for gaming right now, and they're kind of in between gens and so on and so forth. Well, then Gamescom put out... I'm trying to see if I can find the graphic that I sent you. Uh, Here it is. That they've got world premiere content and announcements from 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bungie, Capcom, EA, Epic, Google, Deep Silver, owned by Coke Media, by the way, uh, Private Division, Sega, Square Enix... Sony, THQ, Ubisoft, Xbox, and more. So it seems that there's quite a bit of, at least, I think what people need to get straight is that a lot of these announcements that are hyped these days, you realize it says world premiere content. Yeah. So it can be DLC for Yeah, and I think too. it will be a lot of DLC. It could be DLC for State of Decay, too. Yeah. Um, I noticed they, they, not slip, necessarily they a, slid that in there. Yeah. So, so I'm not expecting too much, I know, but, you know, we will get something. I heard that, uh, you know, we were saying a new Need for Speed is probably going to be announced here soon. Um, but you know what? Every I, once in a while, somebody does drop a bomb at games. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I hope it's a big enough does. show where, you know, there isn't really that much going on. Yeah. As far as new announcements. You can own the news cycle. I mean, just like just like PAX East, it's, I mean, it's, it's not a huge show on the global stage yeah. but we still got Borderlands 3 yeah that's what I mean um, somebody could capture yeah the so event. so people will say well you know this could be our show yeah, or, you know, yeah. we could be the, the thing that everybody is talking which about which is what everybody's looking for because yeah. nobody I, wants to be the the fifth best announcement yeah. among 20 they want to be number one back in I mean you remember the old days of E3 where you would everything. You would you would have right. to dig. Everything. You, yeah, you would have to dig for days, like on IGM, to cover all the news. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh my god, th- this got announced that yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it would be like days a week or two. Yeah, yeah, like so. You know, there was a huge overflow of announcements there. So now, you know, now it's starting to get spread out amongst all the shows, which I think is probably for the best. Do you have any predictions among any of those? Oh, Capcom's announcing something. They said too. Um. Halo Infinite 2. <laughs> uh, no, I, I have no idea. Uh, State of Decay 3 is actually GTA 5. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but I think it's not next week, the week after. So it's coming up. So uh, it's pretty exciting. I think PAX West is coming up too. And then uh, Tokyo Game Show is right after that. So hopefully we get some, some good stuff out of those shows. And then the Call of Duty news continues. So we've been talking a lot about the Modern Warfare news. Well, this is technically a rumor, but this sounds uh, viable to me, and I actually think it's a good idea. So we've been talking about should they put a Battle Royale in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, blah, blah, blah. And they've been saying that they're focusing exclusively on, you know, their core gameplay, the old school, you know, smaller. Well, actually, not really, because they got a 50v50 mode now. But that core Call of Duty experience, as opposed to Battle Royale. So the rumor leaked out, and this is pretty credible, that there is going to be a Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Royale, but it's not going to come with the game. It's going to be a free-to-play, standalone game, and it's going to release in early 2020. Um, 
you know, we've been talking about how the their Activision's business model is so out of date. Will we still have video games by early 2020? <laughs> well, they may be banned. But, um, and judging by... Especially shooters. Well, and, you know, we've heard that this game's dabbling in questionable amounts of yeah. Oh, violence. Yeah. This should be real interesting. With yeah. This, with this game, with this new, more realistic-looking engine, yeah. and it's... Uh, it's desire to yeah. push the, the envelope, so but that'll be that'll be real. If this plays out the way that I hope it does, I think it's a good move for Activision because they've got this problem where they keep splitting their communities every year. New Call of Duty every year, New Call of Duty every year. Well, at least they could separate this battle royale portion. It's free to play, it's standalone, and just keep that for years and just keep updating it as a game as a service, rather than their current model, which is just New game every year. New game every year. So, basically, if you wanted to play Call of Duty Battle Royale, you could hypothetically stay with this one game for, you know, ever. And maybe they could even update it with each Call of Duty that comes out, you know, and put out a, you know, reskin it to match whatever the flavor of the year is. But I think it's wise for them to have a Call of Duty product that isn't just going to go the, get cast aside. Every single year. You actually interested in Modern Warfare? Uh, if it's free to play, maybe. Well, you like the standalone game. Or not the stand, but the actual like, the actual base game. game. No. No? No. I mean, the base game looks so generic. And it does. The graphics I, I just cannot. Does, I can't. I can't do it. I'm hyped for it because they changed the gunplay, and that excites me alone. Uh, so I decided, you know, we were going to go over the games that release every month, once a month, instead of every week. I think we'll do, what are we playing once a month, too? So I think we'll do the second episode of every month. We'll do the, have you played anything good lately? So, check it in with you first. You played anything good lately? I played some music on radio, <laughs> and I, I bopped my head, too, uh, gently. Um, what have I played lately? I'm playing, like, a bunch of older games. Cthulhu Saves Christmas. What's that? Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking today how I should play, um, you know, some of those those Lovecraftian. Because there's like two new Lovecraftian games. Is it, that is it just one like Sunken City, or something like Sunken that? City. And I think the other one's just called like Call of Cthulhu or oh. something. Um, but I haven't played either one of them yet, so I'm just going to stick with the music. <laughs> I, what have I been playing? I played, uh, I played a beta... For scavengers, if you've heard of that, it's like a survival. Uh, it's like a survival game and a battle royale put in one, and uh, it's pretty good. It's really early, but it's made by a team that used to be at 343, and uh, it's pretty good. It's early. We can't stream it yet. We were not allowed to show footage of it, but it, it's interesting. It's a different take. It's if you like survival games, it's a. Uh, it's more focused on survival than really the battle royale portion. So it's taking most survival games these days are kind of like single player. So I like that they're changing it up a little bit. So we've got two different draw your own conclusions this week. Uh, first one, did you see this one? Or a WWE wrestler? There's a guy who had just robbed a gas station. Jeez. And he comes running out. Talking about bad luck. The wrestler was right there. Picked up the guy, literally body slammed him onto the pavement, <laughs> and the whole thing, the cops got him. This guy, like, he hit the uh, pavement, he did not move. Uh, There's footage of it. <laughs> like, he just like, picks the guy, straight body slams the guy on the pavement, and he just, 
He was done. It's over. Oh God. And then going back to the gun thing. This is just the snake. This is just no. It's a current WWE yeah. star, so nobody actually knows his name. <laughs> but uh, maybe a lot of people probably heard about this. But a gun owner online be- made himself infamous when he defended his ownership of assault weapons by citing the the size of the threat that 30 to 50 feral hogs would pose to his daughters. I, <laughs> I've seen so many memes yeah. spawn from this. My favorite one's the uh, text message one. 30, 30 to 50 feral hogs. We, we in the yard. I've seen so many people on Twitter change their name to feral hog herder. And it's like all this... I saw somebody made a Doom mod. Where, you know the gates that opened in Doom? Like you, those big metal gates? Yeah, yeah. You open a gate and 30 to 50 feral hogs come rushing out of the gate. Uh, I just... How sad of an argument is that? I'm like, where does he come... Like, is this guy trolling to begin with? Like, where does he come up with 30 to 50 feral hogs? Is that to defend the magazine size, I guess? Is that why he needs... Why I mean, there was that you, many you feral know, they, hogs? They he do. didn't just say feral hogs. Yeah, he yeah. said 30 to 50 29, feral. 29, we're doing okay. Yeah. 30. We're going to need ARs. Yeah, we're going to need the assault rifles. Uh, you know, they, they do travel in... in Large packs. 50 feral hogs. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't live in Arkansas. I've never been in Arkansas. Is that where so. feral hogs are uh, taking I over the world? Where, yeah, I mean, the local university there is actually a war hog. I, uh, the Razorbacks. I specifically remember one of our high school teachers going on a tangent for like at least five minutes in class one day about how rabbits... How rabbits almost destroyed Australia. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when it was or whatever, but feral hogs are coming for America, folks. The bears are no longer a threat. We've moved on the, to feral hogs. Did the hogs. dingo not eat rabbits? Or I don't. I, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> I don't know. So that brings us to Godspeed stories, at least. And uh, we got some good ones. We're gonna. I gotta set the timer here. Do you want to go first, or you want me? To uh, did I go first last week? I can't I remember. Know. Uh, you go it's, first. It's too long. I think so you want I me to read first? Yeah, you read first. Okay. Because I like this first one. Uh, stopwatch. Okay, you ready? You gotta fire off the kazoo or something when, when we start. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but then I, <laughs> given our discussion the last two weeks, we probably should yeah, exactly. fire any starting guns. Alright, ready? Godspeed stories in three, two, one, go! Oh, I'm starting. There's a new Guilty Gear coming in 2020, along with seemingly every other fighting franchise. Is Guilty Gear in your top three fighting franchises? It is now. Did you see it? It looks great. 